Hello and welcome to Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. My name is Stacy. Hey friends, Alicia here. Thank you for joining us for today's tale of marital misadventure. Who have you got for us this week? Tia Mori and Corey Hardrecht. This recent divorce shocked some folks. Tia, one half of Sister Sister and her husband, seemed pretty solid for a good long time. Dated eight years, 14 years married. Oh, wow. Everything was great on the surface, but it turns out that Corey Hardrick is kind of a petty crocker and made this split way, way messier than it needed to be. Sounds good. This is Trashy Divorces and it's Trash Candy Wheelhouse. Oh, good. We've got no time or money to waste in this story. Let's go, go, go. All right, Alicia, let's break down this breakdown, shall we? (laughs) Tia Mori and her twin sister, Tamara, were fixtures of television in the mid to late 1990s. Sure. These twins starred in their popular sitcom, Sister, Sister. But they weren't done acting. After their sitcom ended in 1999, the two went on to star in several television films together, but also separately pursued their own careers. Tia has been featured on television shows and films with a variety of stars since Sister Sister, including the Disney Channel's popular Twitches and Twitches 2 films. Tia was a voice actor on the popular animated series Bratz and starred in the comedy drama series The Game for five seasons. The sisters were seen together again from 2001 to 2013 in their own reality show, called Tia and Tamara on the Style Network. <laughs> More recently, Tia has done several unscripted projects, including a YouTube show called Tia Mori's Quick Fix, as well as Tia Mori at Home on the Cooking Channel. Many people who were tweens in the 1990s, early 2000s, feel very invested in Tia's life. They followed her dating and engagement closely. They celebrated her wedding and the births of her children, And with all of that love and appreciation and sentiment towards Tia, you know they also had strong feelings about her divorce in 2023 after 15 years of marriage. Hmm. I did see some loose talk on Twitter back when that was a thing. Oh my, let's get into it and talk about Tia's early childhood. Tia Deshaun Mori was born July the 6th, 1978. Her zodiac sign is Cancer. Tia and her sister were born in Gellenhausen, West Germany. Her parents, Timothy and Darlene Mori, were both in the U.S. Army at the time of the twins' birth. Tia said on her YouTube series, Tia Mori's Quick Fix in 2018, My parents, they were in the Army. They ran away to be married at 18 years old. It was kind of like a little bit of a shotgun wedding, should I say? (laughs) They had myself and my sister at 21 years old. After leaving Germany, the family moves to Texas and then went to Hawaii before returning to Texas. The twins, Tia and Tamara, would have two brothers join them in 1986 and 1993. So not twins. Not twins. Just brothers. Ordinary, regular brothers. Okay. Tia also shared on her YouTube show, 
that she has recently learned some of her parents' ancestral origin. She learned that her father's family has British, Irish, French, German, and Scandinavian roots. Her mother's family were from Nigeria and Ghana. Tia then goes on to tearfully say, That explains why I'm such a go-getter and why I'm just so aggressive in whatever I want and I just don't give up. (laughs) It's kind of an interesting story here. Tia explains how she and her sister became successful child stars. Apparently, Tia is the one who wants to act. And mom and dad agree to let her audition. And Tia says about her mom, quote, she'd taken me to Los Angeles and she made a promise to me. She said, if you book something, whether that's a commercial, whether that's a television show, a guest spot, then I would move the family to Los Angeles. And Tia's auditions, huzzah, went well. And when she got the call that she'd been booked in a commercial, Darlene, mama, stayed true to her word. Tia says, my mom was in the army and you just can't quit the army. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> She had to present her case to the courts. If it weren't for my mom, I wouldn't be here. She worked so hard for us. The sisters' careers were really taking off with commercials and small roles by about 1990. But it was in 1994 when their sitcom Sister Sister became a hit and they became household names and faces. So let's give a moment to appreciate Sister Sister and its legacy. The show was on the air for six seasons and was a staple of ABC's TGIF lineup. It has been in syndication and streaming basically ever since then. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who might not have watched Sister Sister, the premise of the show is that twin sisters who were separated at birth and then adopted by single parents are reunited when they're 14 years old and the sisters, the girls, convince their single parents to blend their families and move in together. Seems highly improbable, but sure. It's a TV show. Tia and Tamara won three Kid Choice Awards for Favorite Television Actress and were nominated for several other awards for their work on the show. Sister Sister clearly still speaks to audiences because even back in 2020, it was on Nielsen's list of most streamed shows once it came out on Netflix. An article on Collider.com in September 2023 explains why they believe the show is still resonating today. Quote, Sister Sister accurately depicts a family of unique personalities who are all taking their own paths in life while still maintaining that strong bond between them. It is both comfort TV and a top-quality comedy. But above all else, it is an ideal time machine to visit the glorified decade that is the 90s. Writer Elizabeth Ayula wrote an article in 2020 for Pop Sugar. This was called Sister Sister was a huge part of my childhood, and it still holds space in my heart. Here, Elizabeth writes about her excitement when hearing that the show was going to be on Netflix. When I heard Sister Sister was coming to Netflix, I screamed, literally. As dramatic as it may sound, the sudden overwhelming feeling of nostalgia almost brought me to tears. My emotions took me back to a time when life was simple, and I lived vicariously through TV characters like Tia Landry and Tamara Campbell. It reminded me of the days when we had an abundance of positive shows featuring black leads 
that exhibited healthy family dynamics on television. It also reminded me of a time when TV families and characters were so relatable they felt like part of my own extended family. As a black girl coming from a working-class home, I looked to the quirky twins as representations of what I could be, a confident black girl with a loving family to help me overcome everyday challenges and achieve my potential. Although other shows from the 90s like Full House, Saved by the Bell, and Boy Meets World were great, these shows typically had only one or two black characters. Sister Sister changed that narrative, showing me what it looked like to be a star, not the supportive sidekick. Tia and Tamara, played by real-life twins Tia Mori Hardrick and Tamara Mori Housley, holding the spotlight in a renowned sitcom was significant, even symbolic, for a black girl with dreams like myself. Ultimately, they were characters I connected to, could relate with, and aspired to be like. Sister Sister embodied black culture in the 90s, and seeing that on the screen gave me a sense of pride. A lot of people really, really love that show. Mm-hmm. Tia, Maury, for her part, said she's really proud of Sister Sister's legacy. She frequently hears stories about how, just like Elizabeth Aola, it positively impacted the lives and self-images of fans. Tia especially loves hearing how the show helped inspire girls to, quote-unquote, feel more comfortable in their own skin. Tia says, Just hearing those stories, it puts a big smile on my face. Because everything that I do, I want to inspire, to encourage, and to uplift. And knowing that I was able to help young black girls believe in themselves and believe that they are beautiful and believe that they are valued really makes me feel happy. That's Tia's background, little history, little summary, getting her to the falling in love and getting married part. We're going to take a quick break right here to hear from our sponsors and come back for that next bit. It's time to meet Corey. Excellent. We will see you on the flip. Hey, Trash Pandas, when you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? All in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia, It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project, an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds 
and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Alicia, let's get these kids together. Tia Mori met Corey Hardrick. He was born November 9th, 1979. He's a Scorpio. Technically, Cancer Scorpio, astrologically good, good matchup. Mm, okay. You wouldn't think they would be, but they're trying on the Zodiac. They're a good pair. Okay. Tia and Corey meet on the set of a film called Hollywood Horror in 1999. Corey, he's a young actor. He's trying to get bits. Before he landed this Hollywood horror role, Corey was working at Kmart while he's auditioning for stuff. Also, Corey's in a little bit of debt to Uncle Sam, to the just man, to a, the government. Just at the age of 20? He's yeah, like 19. In, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that he solicited California for numbers of thousands of dollars in unemployment benefits that he was not eligible for. Yeah, that's that's a crime. That's Cali- a crime. Yeah, well, California found out, uh-huh. and um, mm-hmm. Corey found out and was in a lot of debt when mm-hmm. he first meets Tia. Paying back the man, as it were. Correct. So I just want you to know money... And wanting it is kind of a big deal to Corey. So Tia meets Corey, who's broke and a criminal, which is great. I mean, a broke criminal is the worst kind of criminal. God bless Tia. Like, I feel for her in this story. She got really gaslit. So Tia and Corey start a friendship at first. They hang out for an entire year. They officially begin dating in 2000. In 2020, Tia tells People Magazine, I met my husband, Corey, on the set of a movie we were both filming called Hollywood Horror in 1999. It was the last year of Sister, Sister, and I had decided to embark on my first feature film. I wasn't really focused on boys at the time, since I was in my early 20s juggling my career and going to school. However, while Corey and I were filming, he took a liking to me rather quickly. Corey Hardrick had appeared in some television shows like That So Raven, Felicity Once and Again, and ER. Corey even appeared in the 1999 romantic comedy Never Been Kissed. He's working it out. That's great. Mm -hmm. Struggling actor. It was actually Tia's mom who encouraged Tia to give Corey a chance. Tia says, I know, right? Mom. uh." (laughs) Tia says, I remember my mom sitting me down and saying, look, Tia, this guy seems really nice and you should just give him a chance. That's when we started hanging out. Now, Tia's sister, Tamara, hasn't liked Corey from the jump. Oh, interesting. Okay. But Tamara's like, I can't not support my sister. Sure. He makes her happy. I don't like it, but okay. So let me tell you how the meet cute happens. Corey is waiting for the bus after filming. And Tia and Tamara are in the car and they give him a ride home. And their love blooms, I guess. Okay, he liked her a whole lot more than she liked him, but hey, he took a liking to her rather quickly. That's what she said. I think it's because Tia has a car. Anyway, it doesn't take long for the two to fall in love. Corey uh, says he's not going to propose until he can afford a ring for Tia. That's smart. 
which is smart. And by 2006, six years later, after they've been dating, Corey's done it. He enlists the help of Tia's brothers, not twins, just ordinary brothers, sure, to help him carry out his plan. So Corey proposes on Christmas Day in 2006 in front of Tia's whole family. Hmm. Bold move. Uh, Bold move, Junior is right. Tia tells people, I knew something was up because he came over to my parents' house and he was acting strange. He went to the bathroom three times in 10 minutes and he was sweating profusely. I was like, Corey, are you okay? He finally got down on one knee and popped the question. He was crying. I was crying. It was just one of the best moments of my entire life. It was a nice engagement. Really was. The couple takes their time getting to the altar. They finally tie the knot in April of 2008. They do this at their favorite getaway weekend location. This would be the Four Seasons Biltmore in Santa Barbara. Maury asked designer Kevin Hall to create her wedding gown, knowing he would be exactly the right person to make her dream dress, saying he's the perfect person to work with a bride. He has a calm, cool, and collected disposition. The wedding's really quite lovely. Tia's favorite memory of her wedding day was walking down the aisle, serenaded by Kenny Lattimore singing for you. Tia says she felt, quote, an amazing rush because it's the first time you get to see everything, the first time you're wearing your dress, and it's the first time he sees you in your dress. The night was filled with such joy, peace, love, and extreme excitement. It was a party. It was a celebration. For Tia? Yeah. For the guests? Probably, yeah, for sure, but old Corey just hit pay dirt. Tia is famous and wealthy and has a car, and his life just changed overnight. But he's in love. I like your emphasis on has a car now that they're, you know, pushing 30. Has a car. It needs emphasis. Okay. I'm telling you, for the story, State. Sure, sure. For the sake of the story, it does need emphasis. Okay, so it begins well enough. We have our newlyweds, Tia and Corey. They get married. They wait a few years to have kids. Tia said it was important for her to accomplish her professional goals before becoming a mom. Tia says, when I was younger, I was focusing on my career with Sister Sister, and I was in college, and I was focused on that. Once I had all my ducks in a row, not in a complete line, but at least the ducks were there, and then I was like, okay, I can do this. She's a very sensible-sounding person. I, I, I really so like this. sensible. Mm-hmm. And think about poor Tia. I've been in the army. I have a twin sister. I've been on a hit television show. I went to college. Corey's the first guy she ever dated. She was not in the army, to be clear. No, her parents were in the army, but like Corey's the first guy that she dates. Mm -hmm. She's the one and done kind of girl. And I think maybe perhaps fell in love with the idea of falling in love. But again, they were gone. They were together for a a long time. Long time, yeah. Their son was born in 2011. Their daughter was born in 2018. Tia also feels it's super important to share about the fertility issues that she experienced. Other couples deal with similar struggles. Tia is super open about being diagnosed with endometriosis. This condition had caused her a lot of pain over the years, but it was making it additionally difficult to conceive a child. Tia says, for years I'd suffered. I was going to my regular doctor, which was a family practitioner, and I would constantly tell her about my symptoms. 
I almost felt like I was telling her about my symptoms every time I would be on my period. But the weirdest thing was it was like she wasn't taking my symptoms very seriously. So Tia finally figures out what's been causing her issues. She took action to correct it and then used her platform to encourage other people to advocate for themselves when it comes to their own health. I like her. She's just such mm-hmm. a yeah. likable lady. Tia actually undergoes two surgeries to correct her endometriosis. She will change her diet to help with the inflammation. And to be fair, gives Corey and his support and encouragement through that time a little bit of love. She says, I think it's really important that someone is there encouraging you, rooting you on, saying you're not alone, helping you feel stronger and more powerful. So kids come along, fertility struggles, things are going great. This couple is doing marriage their own way. They share on their YouTube show, Corey and Tia do, that sure, just like relationships have, you know, share ups and downs. They're just like any couple. They said they'd work through a lot of common issues by not following anyone else's formula and doing it their own way. We also call that gaslighting, Tia. I think Tia knows that now. But we're still back in the good times. Tia says we never followed what other people thought we should have been doing. We always followed what was right for us. One way they chose to do that was to get rid of traditional gender roles for household tasks and parenting. Tia Mori tells people, he's washing dishes. He's giving my daughter and my children a bath. I'm also taking out the trash. When Corey watches my kids, I'm not like he's babysitting. He's just taking care of his children, Mm -hmm. doing his job as the parent. Right. He's parenting. Yes. This is really reasonable. This is good stuff. Tia further expands on the subject of their marriage when she tells HuffPost Live that she and her husband have an equal partnership and don't believe in the old tradition of the woman staying at home while the husband is the breadwinner. Tia said, we don't put gender roles on our marriage and our relationship. If I'm working a lot and Corey's home, he will put our daughter to bed. And if dishes need to be washed, he will wash them. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to wait until my wife gets home and she's going to be doing all of that. Now, I appreciate the house husband thing. I appreciate the support. I think that's important for any partnership living together. With Tia and Corey both being actors and, you know, often needing to be away from home and on set, this philosophy of doing it their own way, you know, came in handy. When Corey Hardrick was away shooting the film American Sniper, Tia says she remembers taking on both parenting roles. I had to take on those responsibilities that a father would do. I was out in the backyard teaching my son how to kick a ball. We don't put labels on each other. The two make sure they prioritize time with each other, too. Tia shares on her YouTube show, Tia Mori's Quick Fix, that they get dressed up and go out on dates with each other at least once a week. Tia also shared that although it's not spontaneous, she and Corey schedule sex dates, since their schedule's full of work and life and raising kids. Tia says, when I was younger and when I would hear that, I'd be like, why do you have to do that? But especially with kids and with work and all that, you have to make sure that it's not neglected in any kind of way. Adulting, not always romantic. Not always romantic, but hey. Again, eminently sensible. 
Like, this is a thing I do not want to neglect, so let's make sure we put it in the schedule. Like, eminently sensible. Adulting. Just mm-hmm. managing schedules. Yep. Good lord. <laughs> Tia's sweet, sweet baby. Ultimately, uh, she shares that she believed not even scheduling sex and all of that was the secret to a lasting relationship. She says that a lasting marriage must have forgiveness. Hmm. She tells Entertainment Tonight. I think a lot of people, they have this expectation going into marriage that everything is going to be perfect. There are going to be days where I say something that I don't necessarily mean if I'm annoyed or whatever. Forgive him, you forgive yourself. So I think that's the key. I I mean, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. It all seems to be going so well. Tia is more than willing to share her parenting struggles and triumphs on social media and her YouTube show. She tells people that her favorite thing about being a mom is watching her kids grow up. She'll say they start out as a little tiny circle, then you hear their heartbeat, and now they've grown into beautiful little human beings. It's so fascinating to see how they evolve. They got married in 2008. Five years later in 2013, kiss of death right here, the couple renews their vows oh. in Malibu to celebrate their fifth anniversary. We do have a we do have a rule about that. People who redo their vows, it is a one path to a divorce for sure. It seems re- vow renewal at a destination tends to have a worse track record than vow renewal like in your backyard, but. What do I know? They, Tia and Corey, share a lot of their lives on social media. And everything seemed to be going well, I guess. You say that, but if you watch them together during that time, she seems way more into him than he is into her. Hmm. He'll cut her off. He'll interrupt her. It's a little bit of an unbalanced dynamic. I don't even know if he has a car yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, Pretty sure he's got a car. There's some power dynamics in here that I maybe am sensitive to, is I think this guy's kind of a toxic gaslighter. But let us continue to <laughs> the still good times part, because okay. it's going to go bad. In 2017, the couple appears on an episode of Oprah Winfrey Network's Black Love docuseries, and they discussed again their commitment to each other. Tia said in 2017 that the... Previous year had been pretty hard on the couple, but they were still committed to each other and they are going to come out stronger. Tia says, there are times when I'm like, wow, like last year was pretty tough, but this year it's good that we stuck, you know, to it. Or we continued to be there for one another or had patience with one another and work out whatever issues or difficulties that we were having. Because the next year is like a completely different year and an even better year. And I fall more and more in love with him with every year that passes. What did Aww. he What did he say? Corey says, every year it seems to get better. Like as a family first, there's growth, development, careers, everything gets better. Okay. End quote. <laughs> in April 2022, the couple celebrates their 14th wedding anniversary. They share pictures and sweet exchanges on social media. Tia posts that... Corey gave her a bouquet of balloons and roses, along with a card that read, Happy anniversary. I love you, Tia. You mean the world to me and always will. Hmm. 
She added photos of their celebration with the caption, 22 years and it still feels like day one. At Corey Hardrick still finds ways to surprise me, like our beautiful dinner last night. Corey posts a picture of he and Tia with the caption, Happy anniversary, my dear. 22 years down, 14 years married. Love you for eternity, 420. None of that has any punctuation in any of that sentence, just by the way. 420 meaning April 20th? That's their, yes, 420. Did they marry on 420 on purpose? I do not know. I do not have that information. Interesting. Because typically people who like hashtag a 420 post are not talking about their wedding anniversary. In this case, he is okay, talking about his wedding anniversary. Interesting. Hey, let's shoot for the 20th <laughs> of April. So Tia and Corey married 14 years, mm-hmm. two kids, everything on the surface looks A-OK. Perfectly wonderful. It's a television sitcom. Forgiveness is the key. We're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we are going to talk about their split. Ah, uh, good. We'll see you in a second. Oh, my. Okay, 2023 sure. has been the year of celebrity divorces, mm-hmm. but this one... Sort of kicked it off a little bit last year. But a two-car household, I think we can be sure. Good Lord, I'm mad about this story. So October 2022, Tia surprises many people when she posts on her Insta, I have always been honest with my fans and today is no different. I've wanted to share that Corey and I have decided to go our separate ways. These decisions are never easy and not without sadness. We will maintain a friendship as we co-parent our beautiful children. I am grateful for all the happy times we had together and want to thank my friends, family, and fans for your love and support as we start this new chapter moving forward in our lives. That's great. Mm -hmm. Tia announces filing for divorce. Yeah, very normal announcement there. Perfectly well stated. Mm -hmm. There wasn't much to do after that. You file the papers, you start the amicable divorce, but right after, like 10 minutes after, Tia posts that. Corey comes on this video. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. He doesn't. He does do a video, but first he posts on this, quote unquote, acting off emotions will cost you every time. He is a petty, petty man. He is petty Crocker. Then he goes and makes this video like, I love my wife and I love my family. Kind of simping. Like, oh, you're the bad one, Tia. Why would you want to divorce me? Look at me. I'm so full of love Hashtag toxic variety. So we probably should interpret the first comment he made to indicate that he maybe didn't realize she was about to make this public. Maybe. Maybe. Don't know. There's a lot of this is on Tondra. She's not saying anything that I'm about to. I'm telling you what she's saying and what's on social media. So there's a little bit of entendre here. Yeah. That if you know how to read through toxic relationships, you kind of see What's happening? But hold on. We're we're going to get how it starts out real nice and then it gets real messy. Well, I will say people who are like really on the same page with each other aren't usually the ones divorcing. So if there were if there was some miscommunication or argument happening there, that's not a huge surprise. She announces it. Mm-hmm. He comes back with this video like, why would you want to divorce? Me? Why are you I'm breaking our home? Thing, yeah. Right. Tia cites our favorite. 
irreconcilable differences as the cause for divorce. Now, at first, fans of the couple speculate, naturally, what's the first thing you think about? Corey cheated. cheated, yeah. Right. One Instagram user writes, Corey, no, don't fumble Tia. Corey comes back and types, lies, exclamation point. Oh, man. I don't think he cheated. That is not what happened here. Their fans, though, hold out hope that the couple was just experiencing hard times in their marriage and maybe they'd get back together, but Tia is adamant that the marriage is over. About a month after filing, she tells Entertainment Tonight, I have to be honest with you. I'm so overwhelmed by the love and support I've received. I'm so grateful of the community and of the fans I have. I'm all about inspiring and encouraging. And the DMs that I've gotten from so many women who are going through the same thing, it has just been amazing. I feel so blessed. Tia's super positive. She's continuing with messages that are similar post-split. She never discussed a reconciliation publicly. She focuses on positive thoughts and moving forward. In November of 2022, she tells people that she is, quote, all about just really taking the time to tap in and take care of myself through meditation, through affirmations, going to therapy, and really continuing to work on myself and grow. I always say, chase the joy. I really feel like I am in my life right now. I've realized that life is beautiful. It's amazing. It's a gift, but it's also very short And we all have to chase our joy and chase being happy. That's really important. Okay, I just, I like her so much. She's delightful. Yeah. The divorce was finalized in April 2023. According to their court documents, Tia and Corey agree to share legal and physical custody of their kids. That all sounds nice. Don't be fooled by that crap. The way it breaks down, neither requests spousal support Per their premarital agreement. They signed a pre... A prenup, yeah. Okay, but don't be fooled. Because Corey, during this, remember he comes on with the video, oh, I'm so great, why would you want to divorce me? Once Corey realizes, Mr. Petty Crocker, that Tia is going to go through with this divorce, Corey and his attorney contest the prenup in the initial filings. Hmm. Corey's like, I was under duress when I signed that. I want that thrown out. He is so shady. He also sues Tia for full spousal support and alimony. Also, Corey doesn't want to pay any money or fees for the divorce. Legal fees covered. He wants everything covered. I will say this is these are not unusual requests when one spouse has a big pile of money and the other spouse doesn't. But continue. Sure. So the crappy part about this is that Corey does all of this right after Tia says. Yes, we're all spending the Christmas holidays together as a family. Oh, God. Every time Tia does something nice, 10 minutes later, Corey does something toxic. Mm -hmm. He wanted to bring the messy. He is full of jerk moves. Goodness. Okay. Here's what I think is going on. Scuttlebutt. Corey, from the jump, has been using Tia financially. Tia was doing everything financially when it came to money in the household. Corey, he's a user. Corey tries to get the prenup thrown out. Tia is like, okay, no. Hell no. This is where I, I'm not, you're not going to take advantage of me anymore. So Tia counterfiles and it does work out for her. She counterfiles and says, I want everything that's mine. M-I-N-E, mine. 
I want my house. I want my car. Tia even wants her frequent reward points on her Starbucks card. Oh, my God. All of her credit card points, her frequent flyer miles. So a fairly comprehensive list of things. Just anything that that's are mine. mine. Mm-hmm. If it's mine, I want it, and the judge agrees. <sighs> okay, this is where we think this has to do with financial. There's a guy on Instagram who posted a video. I want to say mental healthness. He's a toxic, a narcissistic, toxic kind of therapy coach, and does this video about financial things. And he's playing both roles. And hey. I'm so excited we're moving in together now for you to share the bills. And him playing the other person is like, what do you mean, bills? Our love should be enough. What would you do if I didn't live with you? And the original person like, well, I'd pay my rent anyway. Well, yeah, but I'm here and, and, and our love should be enough. It This brought up a lot of terrible things in my own personal history. But on that video, Tia likes it and does a side eye emoji. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. About toxic partners and them not paying the bills at home. My personal opinion, Corey might just be a money-hungry deadbeat. So they do finalize the divorce. Corey gets zero. They agree to shared custody, but there are a few other parenting rules that are a little less common, which you think would be a great idea. Both parties agree not to introduce their children to any future significant others, until they have dated that person for a minimum of six months. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is in the agreement. uh, Each party is further restrained from permitting his or her new romantic partner from spending overnights. While the kids are there, yeah. Yeah, you got to be together six months. Another interesting rule within their divorce here, Corey and Tia are forbidden to speak bad about the other parent in Mm -hmm. front of their kids, which would seem like something that you wouldn't have to write into an agreement, but... A trashy divorce is here. We've kind of seen it all. It gets written into a lot of divorce agreements. Friends and family have to abide by that rule as well. And Corey is not really following that rule, at least in public. He may not be disantia to his kid's face, but he is on everything. Talking about her and crying his little sob story. He is more than happy to talk to anybody about how wrong Tia is as a spouse. And Tia is so mean and so nasty and makes her out to be the bad guy. Why is he mad about getting divorced if she's like that? Why is he? He's got to get a job. Sure. Sorry, Corey. You got to get a J-O-B. I'm just saying if, if she is as bad as he's saying, I feel like he would welcome that divorce. (laughs) Life goes on. The why... For her on the surface. Okay, because Tia is not going dirty. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The month after she filed for divorce, Tia tells Hoda Kotb and Jenna Bush on the Today Show that it was the deaths of her grandmother and her sister's niece that caused her to kind of reevaluate her life and what she wanted. She said she realized that life was short, and when she began to focus on herself, she found what she called this sadness, quote-unquote. Tia says, there was just an aha moment in me where I said, you know what? We need to tap in. See what's really going on with your happiness. Life is short. Let's go. Let's start working on you and really focusing on what really, really matters here, which is at the end of the day, your peace, your joy, and your happiness. 
Tia goes on to explain a lot of feelings that I think a lot of folks can relate to. She says, I knew when I really started to focus on my own happiness, I feel like women, we tend to focus on everybody else's happiness, making sure that everybody else is okay, meaning our children, our friends, our family. But at the end of the day, it's about self-love. When you start really working on yourself, love yourself, know your value and know your worth, then all of a sudden there's this awakening. And it's not easy. It's a hard journey. But at the end of the day, I feel like it is so, so worth it. Tia's twin sister, Tamara, tells Entertainment Tonight some of her feelings on how her sister was doing post-split. Tamara says, I told her, I said, Tia, I'm looking on your Instagram. This is the happiest you've been in a long time. You are glowing. You look different, but in a very positive way. I told her, I'm so proud of you because you are showing other women and hell, even men, that you walk in your truth and look what happens, no matter what. Tamara says that she believes her sister is very, very strong and inspiring. In June of this year, Tia tells Hello Beautiful that her decision to end the marriage was partly inspired by her two kids. Tia's not bad-mouthing her ex. She believes the decision to file for divorce was ultimately in the best interest of her kids. There's so much in this in between the lines. She'll say, a part of my decision was also for them, for them seeing their mother walk in truth. I feel like it's a great lesson for them because it was not an easy decision. It was one of the hardest decisions that I ever had to make in my entire life. But if they see that mommy can do it, that mommy, no matter what people say, no matter, even if there's some sort of doubt, whatever, mommy pushed through. They can say my mommy is living and chasing her truth. I want my children to do that. That's the best gift I can give them. I want for them not to live a life that I want them to live, for them not to live a life that everybody else wants them to live or what they think that they should be or live. I want them to see that it's okay to have a bad day. I want them to see that it's okay to chase your joy. I want them to see that it is okay to live your truth. Well, that's great stuff. I love it. All of that's fine and bless Tia for getting all those words in print that are so powerful for other folks and will remain good guideposts for her kids. Tia's not trashing Corey in public, but come on. He's a gold digger. He really is. Think about you have planned a date night out with your husband for 15 years and you're the one that pays for it every single week. Every single week. Tia, I'm sure probably, me just guessing, says if I'm going to carry it all anyway, I can at least lighten my load by 200 pounds. <laughs> Goodbye, Corey, you money-hungry deadbeat wow. again. Now I'm mad about this story. So Tia right now is living her truth post-divorce. She's thriving. She's embracing her independence, which now she realizes that she's never done before. She tells E! News, I've always been next to someone. I've always had my sister side by side next to me, and this is kind of the first time I've ever really been by myself. And so I'm just really learning about myself, loving on myself, being optimistic and positive. Life is short, so just focus on the positive. And she doesn't even view the marriage as a failure. She calls it a pure success. She'll say, I looked at it as like a curriculum. When you're in college or high school, you're learning, you're growing, you're evolving, and you're creating. 
I was able to create with Corey some beautiful, amazing children. At the end of that curriculum, there's a graduation, there's a celebration. So that's basically how I'm looking at it now. A few months after her divorce, Tia admits that she's feeling a little nervous about the prospect of dating. On Instagram, she'll share that she's quote-unquote nervous and terrified because she had never been on the dating scene. Sure. She's never dated. Yeah. She shared a video of her getting ready. The caption reads, well, never thought I'd be here, but here goes. Even though I'm in my 40s, I feel so inexperienced. And while it would be easy to just throw in the towel and avoid the potential for awkwardness and hurt, I know God's got me. It hasn't really proved easy, though. This ugh, dating is brutal these days, I think. That's what I hear. I'm That's, happy yeah. not to have to worry about it. Same. In September 2023, Tia shared that dating wasn't going so well. She posted a TikTok video updating her fans about her dating life, saying... When anyone asked me about my dating life, she lip-synced, it got worse. I feel like it's about to get worser. It got worse. It got worser. <laughs> Ghosting and love bombing and emotional unavailability. Oh, my. She'll caption the post, kidding, but not kidding. But not kidding, yeah. Things don't get better. September, she went back to TikTok. I love this. Uh, I mean, she's not even put. She is finding her own voice, and mm -hmm. I appreciate that. She'll write, when an emotionally immature man thinks he can play you, but when he goes low, you go lower. <laughs> she writes that on the clip as she danced to a Nicki Minaj song, wearing a snakeskin trench coat, Prada sunglasses, black stilettos, and silver hoop earrings. Captioning, this is a joke. Don't play with me. <laughs> so just earlier this month, October 2023, Tia will clap back after a fan criticizes her for talking about her self-described, complicated, and exhausting dating life post-divorce. Tia gets claps back a little. She'll post, Just because the dating life is complicated doesn't mean I'm going to go back to something that no longer served me. That's like saying if I don't book an audition or a part right away, I'm going to give up on my dreams as an actor. Please just stop. I ain't that weak. Please move on because I have. Thank you. Next. Wow. All right. Little Ariana Grande to close there. Corey's not doing a thank you next. Corey is Petty Crocker. Every action is worse than the action that has come before. But here's kind of my thought. Corey, you had eight years of dating someone in the industry with wealth and access and power. You had 14 years, 22 years total. To be able to make a success out of yourself with all the connections and opportunities that were right there. You had 22 years to find just a little ambition. Just pull a little bit of ambition in your cup. Get a job. Pay a bill. I'm on Tia's side in this one. I'm glad she's following her bliss and chasing her joy. You do not need that 200 pounds of dead weight. To Corey Hardrick, I award 200 trash cans all filled with nothing, just like he got out of the settlement. Wow. He wanted money. He wanted mm. her millions. It is a toxic mess. 200 trash cans and nothing. Well, that was a great story. I really, really, I love everything she has to say. And I'm sorry she had to go through that. I wish her the best. Mm -hmm. Have fun being single and learning what you like. 
You know, when you've only dated and been married to one person mm-hmm. your whole life, you have a whole buffet yeah. in the world to explore about what brings you joy. Tia, you go chase it, my friend. Really happy that you are done with that one. Trash Pandas, thanks everybody for tuning in. We really appreciate you spending your time with us. Holy cats, telling your friends about trashy divorces, your kind reviews and emails too, your support on Patreon. Y'all just rock. And don't forget, if you need a little more trashy, you can always check out Trashy Royals. I will tell y'all, if you're a fan of trashy divorces, you're going to love this Thursday story on Trashy Royals. Also, for any of my true crime high society folks, Done and Done has dropped the first in our Sonny and Klaus von Bülow arc with some stories that, as much as you may know that case, you may not know all the knowledge I'm dropping. Again, that's on Done and Done. Always something cooking over here in our trashy universe. Absolutely. So thanks again, everybody. We will be back this weekend with a brand new steaming pile of trashy divorces (laughs) for you. In the meantime, I hope that you will keep your hands clean. I want you to keep your hearts trashy. Mm -hmm. Everybody have a fantastic week. Thanks again. Big love. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacey and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy y'all.